Drive in the Hive with the Killer Bees, Joel Blank and Jeremy Branham on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. Thank you for playing that. I needed a little blankers in my life. I'm not going to be here tomorrow and uh, Friday. I'm going to go to Charleston. What are you doing so, there? Uh, so I'm glad that you played that blanker because three days without blankers would be too much. Two days is already enough. Did you two- just call me blankers? Yeah, yeah. He called you blankers. I'm in for playing He blankers. misses Joel a lot. Hey, he's on my mind. He lives rent free. He, he called me blankers twice during the break, too. He just looked over and he said blankers, and then he looked really sad and then looked away. I don't know. Uh, eating his Chick-fil-A. Uh, that's not true. I don't talk to co-hosts during breaks. That's that. I try. I try true. not to. I try not. To. I really do. It's like one of my rules. I'm anal. Uh, we know that. Why? One why, of my rules. Why is, I is that to, your rule? I, I don't like talk. I don't like one. We're talking for three hours straight. Like, yeah. can I take a break? No. Like, I want. I would like a little. I would like a moment to like one collect my thoughts. Two, yeah. like give my voice a rest. Yeah. Um. Also, I I like this window is for the listeners. Like, yeah, that's I, true. I don't like I don't like wasting stuff off the air. I think it's silly. Like, Sil- why? It's your job to talk on the air to the people. Why? Why waste stuff off the air? Silence terrifies me. So, I, but I, I, I for the most part, silence. I for the most part don't talk during breaks. And if I do, it's only stuff that I would never talk about on the air. Yeah, true. Yeah. That, that you do do that. Seven one three seven eight zero three seven seven six. Um, why is Blankers gone today? Wrong answers only. He is listening though. Which is great. He's listening to his show. Joel, I didn't say what they said I said. Half, um, what's that? I don't, I'm just telling him that I didn't say anything that everybody told him that I said that he, that I said, and I didn't do it. Half Nelson here said Blankers finally ran out of Jordan apparel and didn't have enough, uh, or didn't have anything to wear to work today. Uh, D'Amico says Blankers is complaining about his neighbor's fence over the property line and wonders why the neighbor doesn't mow the entire strip of grass between their driveways. So... That's why Blankers isn't here. Wrong answers only. 713-780-3776. Why is Blankers not here today? Um, take the day off work and play a fun round of golf with your favorite sports station at the ESPN 97.5 and 92.5 Occasional Invitational. Benefiting Kids Mills, this year's tournament will take place Wednesday, December 13th, 10.30 a.m. at Wildcat Golf Club. Each golfer will receive beverages from St. Arnold Brewing Company, lunch from Papa Charlie's Barbecue, dinner from Valencia's Tex-Mex Garage, 18 holes of golf, and a quick award ceremony immediately after the tournament. Register now, ESPN975.com. Use promo code EARLYBIRD for a $97.50 registration for a limited time only. It's usually well over $100, so uh, take advantage of that. Eric, a listener to the show, took advantage of that yesterday. We'll see him out there. So EARLYBIRD, promo code espn 97 com register now. Are you doing any golfing lately, Beardy? I don't. I'm awful at it. I've tried so many times. I'm not good at golf. It's not. It's not. I'm so bad at it. It's not fun for me. I, it doesn't surprise me. Yeah, it's just not it my thing. It's not. It's not been a thing that I've done. Tennis, I like. I've been playing tennis lately. Well, tennis and pickleball, but I'm not a big huh. golfer. I wouldn't think you had great lateral movement. I've, I've still got pretty good lateral. My knees hmm. are starting to to go, and it hurts a little bit. But I still have pretty decent lateral yeah. movement. What are you gonna do when they're gone? Nothing. I uh, basketball's almost completely out. I can't jump anymore. They collapse on me. It's awful. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what I'm going to do. Maybe I've, I'll. 
I've retired from walk. all of that stuff. Any any sort of competition. Wait, even sport. what about golf? You still play golf? I, 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 not really. I wish I played more. Yeah. Uh, this Saturday, the final home game of the regular season for the Houston Cougars. They'll be saluting their seniors. 18 players honored before the game. They, they deserve a big crowd. They've been a lot to this program. Uh, they've led it to the Big 12. So come on out to TDECU Stadium Saturday to honor 18 players. A night of thrilling plays. Unforgettable moments. Celebration of our dedicated athletes. 18 of them. Weather is going to be great on Saturday afternoon. Do not miss out. Tickets at just $15. Go to uhcougars.com slash tickets. 713-GO-COUGS to get your tickets today. Come early, be loud, wear red. Also giving away a pair of tickets now. Caller number 7 to 713-780-3776 to honor the greatest college quarterback of all time statistically uh, in Case Keenum. So call number 7-713-780-3776. Pair of tickets uh, to Saturday's game against Oklahoma State, top 25 Oklahoma State. So industry experts, uh, Beardy, have been saying that the Astros will aim to keep Altuve forever, which, no surprise. Right. Like, he, he should be alive. Should happen, yes. He should be here forever. Like, does he go away for the final year or two to chase, you know, 3,500 hits, like, that's that's too much. That's lofty. I don't. I doubt it. I, I really I don't. don't. Think like so. I think that they'll treat him like Biggio, where he's here forever as long as he wants to play. I think he'll get Biggio treatment, not Olajuwon treatment. Correct. Like, where he went to Toronto. I, I don't see that happening without Tuve. But a lot of industry experts do not think Alex Bregman is long for the Astros. Are you okay with the uh, the thought of that? Uh, I'm, I'm, so do you want my head answer or my heart answer? What do you uh, want, my head or my heart? Uh, both. Both? Okay. Head answer is, yes, I'm okay with that. Like, the logic behind it, based on the amount of money that he's probably going to want, his last contract was five years, $100 million. So if we're looking at the last two uh, the last two third basemen that were signed, they're making around some, uh, somewhere north, uh, slightly north of $30 million a year. The contracts were like seven and eight, or no, actually, I think one of them was 10 years. So we're, if we're looking at the, the realm of a seven to 10-year contract, and it's going to be around $30 million a year, my head says, no, I, I don't want the Astros to pay that. It doesn't make sense for them to do that. Somebody else is going to pay him that money, and they're going to want him to sign. The Astros are going to give him something cheaper. My heart is very sad about that. I, like, I, I do love Alex Bregman. From, from, a, from a team culture standpoint, he's been a big catalyst for what this team has done. He's been one of the biggest, uh, one of the biggest advocates for this team, for this city. I, I don't like his Breggy Bomb Salsa, but everything else that he's done, I felt pretty good about. And as a player... And as an Astro, he's somebody that I'm always going to remember. I mean, he has been here through everything, and and I've loved him. It just doesn't make sense to sign him to, to that kind of a contract. Yeah, I think that the the average annual value that I would feel comfortable with for Bregman, I want to say twenty five million. Like, yeah. if, you, if you got it up to like twenty eight, twenty nine, I feel like that's too much. But I could live with it. You know, whatever. Yeah. Like, if it doesn't, especially if it doesn't prevent you from making other moves. Um, to me, it's the length. It's length the length of the contract. And I also think Bregman's going to want to cash in here. Not to say, I mean, the contract he signed with the Astros was, it was pretty, it was pretty club friendly. Like I know he makes you know, average annual value, 20 million a year. It went up to 28 and a half million this year, but he hasn't cashed in, cashed in. He hasn't right. entered free agency. He hasn't, you know, gotten paid top dollar. Um, I think that he wants that. He's also a Boris guy. So, like, that's something yes. to keep in mind. Now, Altuve is also a Boris guy. Uh, something to keep in mind. Uh, don't forget that. But but Boris, like, if, if a guy tells Boris that I want to be here, they'll stay there. Lance McCullers is a Boris guy. So that, that doesn't always prevent team-friendly deals uh, for happening. Now, a lot of people are saying Lance the- McCullers isn't team-friendly. <laughs> uh, 
for me, I wouldn't go further than like four years for Bregman. Right. Like if you told me a hundred for four, if maybe it gets to like one twenty for four, I'd like be fine I could with that. Live with that. Yeah. A fifth year, fifth year makes it a little bit dicey. Uh, Bregman's also like not the player that he used to be. He's still super solid. Like he still is north of an eight hundred OPS. Yes. He still plays really good defensively. He's still super solid. He's not a top five MVP candidate like he was back to back years in eighteen and nineteen. So if he's demanding like north of thirty million, if he's demanding a contract for more than five years, I'm sorry, Alex, you're not worth that. Correct. Like that, uh, the four years, the, the the length is absolutely the thing that's gonna that 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 I care the most about because he's gonna be when he signs the, uh, that. The, what? How old would he be in the first year of that extension? Well, he's 30? gonna be he's gonna be thirty. He's gonna be next, 30. No, no, no. He'd be thirty one. He'd be thirty one. So first year next year's he'd be thirty one. Next year's his age thirty. Yeah. Now. So if you're if you're talking, I think I'd be okay with five years, but anything more than that, that's where I'm. It's like an absolute no. If it's four years and the average annual value is around that thirty, even like thirty to thirty-two million, fine. It's four years. I'm okay with that. I can I can stomach that. But the four years. Uh, anything more anything more than five four years where i'd like it anything more than five yeah. is it going to happen but i just don't see him wanting to take a shortened team-friendly deal i do see him wanting to get that big massive payout yeah. from some team i also wonder about the market on him though because that's fair like yes he used to be a guy who was top five in mbp, MVP voting but he's not that anymore. he's not that, and you like, can tell he's, he's not, not that you you put together his last three years let's let's get rid of the COVID year because the COVID year was was weird for everybody if you take his last three years he's an 804 OPS guy like yeah. that's solid that's good that's not 30 million for six years good so I'm real curious what the market would be for Bregman as well like I, I don't think that I have no idea what Bregman's asking for right but I don't think the 30 million a year for seven years like a 200 plus million dollar contract I don't know if it's there for Bregman you think it'd be somewhere I, I could see a, I could see a world where market value for Bregman is somewhere more in between what you see from from like a Jose Ramirez and an Austin Riley and more. See Ramirez though was super team friendly. It was it, no that's that's what I said somewhere super, between like they that, were going to trade Ramirez and Ramirez was like no I don't want to be traded I will sign a stupid deal. It's very and then very Austin Riley they bought out years of arbitration. So yes. like it's hard to compare those. Well, uh, somewhere between there and then the top end, like where you see the Manny Machados and the Rafael Devers, where you see those contracts. If if the market value might be somewhere between those two from a from a length standpoint. And from and from an average annual value standpoint. So, like, like, okay, here's a scenario. Let's say it's six years. It's six years, and it's around like two hundred. Are you going to do that? Six years, two hundred. Six years, so six that, years, no, two hundred million. That's too much. That's over thirty million AAV. Yeah, it is. And no. it's six years. You wouldn't do that. No. What would be? Let's say six year contract. The, the was, most. The like. I wouldn't give him a six year contract. I, I I wouldn't either. I wouldn't give us the fifth. The fifth year is the most I would do. Yeah. The most I would do. Okay, so let's do five but years. If a, like I'm not paying him more than thirty million a year. I'm not paying him thirty million a year. Five years, one forty. So what is that? Do the math for me, Aggie. It's like twenty eight. <laughs> that's around probably 28. that's probably the most I would do. Five years, five years, one forty. I'd feel comfortable. And I, but in there. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't feel comfortable. I would feel incredibly I'd be uncomfortable. All right. I'm incredibly uncomfortable. I would be all right with that because it's he's mm. he's still not look, it's not Anthony Rendon. We don't have to worry about that. He's still going to be better than him and he's going to be making less money than him and it's a shorter contract. Yeah, so. but if that's the bar like be better than Anthony Rendon's that's contract, fair. it's like one of the worst that's contracts fair. in all of baseball. Sorry. But then what's the answer? Houston kid went to Rice. We've said this before whenever we've done radio together. If not Bregman then who? What's the answer if not Alex Bregman? Yeah. I mean, it, the minor league system you're probably looking at Billy's kid. 
It's probably what you're looking at, the minor league system, which is not a great alternative. Right. I don't know if he's going to be an everyday third baseman. Uh, you could do the whole free agency, bridge the gap uh, thing. You'd have to. Yeah. I mean, there's not, a, there's not a good answer to that. There's really not. That's why I would, I would be okay. I wouldn't be uncomfortable because there's really no other good answer other than like a bridge third baseman. King of Twitch says he's the fourth best at his position. So what would you pay the fourth best at his position? You're going to pay $30 million for a third baseman that's entering his 30s? I'm, I'm not doing that. Uh, I don't like this take here from 9012 that just texted in. I agree he isn't the player he used to be, but I pay him... Pay his next contract for what he has done in the last seven years. No. If you're paying people for what they've done in the last seven years, as opposed to what they're projected to do for the next seven years, well, really, in this case, for the length of his next contract, then you're going to be a terrible general yes. manager. You don't pay guys for what they've done. You pay guys for what you project them to do. The only I, the only caveat to that is for a player like Jose Altuve. He gets a little bit more juice because of what he's done, but you also still have to pay based on what you think he's going to do. Somebody said the Dansby-Swanson contract, to use that as a comparison. They're back-to-back picks. Now, Swanson plays short. Bregman plays third. So a little different there, but maybe not a ton. Dansby got, and Dansby was younger when he entered free agency too, so that's gonna that's gonna be a wrinkle into it as well. Uh, Dansby's contract though was seven million for a hundred and or, uh, I'm sorry, it was hundred and seventy seven million for seven years. So that's an AAV of twenty six million. Yeah, I think that's a good one because I think the best example is honestly too long, or it's an AAV of, of just over twenty five million. The bonus gets yeah. you up to twenty six. Because uh, I think the best example, even though he plays in the outfield now. Because he, he signed his contract at 30 years old, like Bregman will do, is Chris Bryant. He got seven years, 182. That's like 26, 27 a year. And honestly, I I think That's Bregman's a better player than Bryant. Uh, and was he a better player than when when Bryant entered free agency? Though he had a, Bryant had a really good year, but it was his first yeah. time being healthy in a couple of years. But like MB, he was an MVP rookie of the year. Like Bryant was, so yeah, I think, seven I think, years is so long. I now. think I think Bryant was better than Bregman when when Bryant entered free agency. I think he probably was. Yeah, but, I think but, he but was. that's the thing though is we don't know the answer to that question. Is what if Bregman goes off this year? Contract year players tend to do that. Yeah, like what if he gets thirty five bombs? He's, he's played himself out of the price range. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. He, then he's screwed. getting he's going to get eight to ten years and whatever he wants. Essentially, take at that the thirty point. million dollars yeah. you're going to pay Alex Bregman, let him go, give it to Kyle Tucker, and pay him forty a year. Yeah, problem solved. Yeah, somebody said has Bregman been that good that uh, lately? I don't. I don't. I mean, he's been good. He hasn't been great. Uh, Keith says that paying somebody for what they've done in the last seven years is Bagwell logic. He's absolutely right. Uh, look at Bregman's back of his baseball card. That's what you're paying him for. Someone said that's what tribute videos are for. Look, I am. I am. I'm ruthless. I'm, uh, I am. Like I don't care about feelings. I don't care about emotions. It's team building. You you shouldn't care about feelings or emotions. I don't. I don't. Like maybe I'm a jerk. No. Would no. F- that's about wins. Thank it, you for saying no. It's about ha- <laughs> it's about having. It's about putting together the best assets. It, for the best prices and optimizing your team for the best. Signing Alex Bregman to a long-term deal for that much money is not doing that. You're paying him based off of emotion and feelings, and you cannot build a team like that. You don't build a winning team like that. What is the absolute most you would pay for Bregman? 713-780-3776. Also, what are the, what are the top three priorities uh, for the Astros this offseason now that Espada has been hired as the skipper? 713-780-3776. Killer Bees, ESPN 97.5, ESPN 92.5. Valencia's Tex-Mex Garage. It's the best Tex-Mex in Houston. It's fantastic. Best fajitas. Enchiladas to die for, margaritas that hit just right. I love margaritas. There's some other margaritas uh, people are talking about on the Twitch that aren't as good. Uh, Valencia's is the best. Also, 
Happy hour, seven days a week. How about that? Weekend brunch deals that will blow you away. How about that? Also, it's the perfect game day spot. Big screen TVs on the games you want to watch. They know what you want to watch. They'll have the games on what you want to watch. Does it get better than Tex-Mex margaritas and sports? I don't think so. Uh, Valencia's Tex-Mex Garage, the place to be whenever the Texans are playing. Take advantage of their in-house game day jumbo margaritas. Only $8 and also $1 off draft beer when the Texans are playing. Or if you want to have a little tailgate at your house, how about you order the Valencia's Tex-Mex Garage Fiesta Packs and margaritas to go? That's fantastic. Uh, holiday parties available for booking now as well. You're looking for a spot to host your holiday party. Uh, Valencia's Tex-Mex Garage, perfect for that. Learn more at TexMexGarage.com. If you're a value guy, how about a $50 gift card to Valencia's? You get $10 free. How about a $100 gift card? You get $20 free. Stop by Valencia's Tex-Mex Garage, Houston Garden Oaks, Oak Forest on West 34th Street to pick up those gift cards now. Also, to eat, to eat and drink. Drink. Free ice cream for the kids. Beard's going to love that. And it's pet friendly. Valencia's Tex-Mex Garage. Tex-Mex from scratch. Welcome back to the Killer Bees Nuts. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. Here's Joel Blank and that Jeremy Branham guy. Beard's in for uh, for Blankers today. Why is Blankers gone? Wrong answers only. Uh, 713-780-3776. Uh, 8081, Blankers is at Starbucks trying to order a latte with ketchup. <laughs> oh, uh, I wish somebody hadn't put that in my brain. Customer's always right. Um, 0702, Blank is out writing an apology letter to Nick for trading the Texans pick for Will Anderson instead of Cleveland's because it was the right call. Mm. Uh, that wasn't Nick Casario's call. Like, let's. I've seen. I've seen that take a lot on Twitter today. Oh, Nick's going to be right for trading the Houston Texans pick and not the Cleveland Browns pick. That was not Nick Casario's decision. That was Monty Austinfort's decision. It was the Arizona Cardinals' decision. Arizona yeah. said, "This is the pick that we're going to need. You do it or you don't." Nick Casario didn't say, "Okay." We'll give you a first next year, but it's going to be ours and not Cleveland's. That 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 decision well, was never on Nick Casario's desk. And I I hate that. I hate the the hindsight twenty twenty stuff that people go through because at the time it was not the correct process. At the time of the trade, it it shouldn't have. It, there's no world where it should have been the Texans pick over the Browns pick. And I will go back and be mad at that at that one little fact. Every single time we could go back in time, knowing what I know, and I'll be mad that they didn't maximize the asset at the time. You can't then use confirmation bias to say whether or not it was a good or a bad move. Just so happens it was a, it was the it was a good move, and it ended up working out for the Texans, which is awesome. Yeah, Joaquin said, it "Doesn't matter whose decision it worked." I, eh, I'm not I'm not willing to say that that trade for three worked. Uh, in fact, I would counter by saying, "Would you rather have Will Anderson or Jameer Gibbs, Sam Laporta?" And your pick next year, Will Anderson, and I, I would ever, I'd rather have. Will I'd rather Anderson. have Gibbs, Laporta, and that pick next year. Uh, Laporta, Laporta's really nice, and Gibbs is really nice. But Will Anderson has been incredible for this defense. Mm. He's been very good, and we could mm. we could argue. I know you're, I know you're feeling and understanding on Will Anderson. He has been very good. I like that you like almost sacks. I, mean, I, like, I, I, I do care, like that. For I don't, him. I don't care about just sacks. I care about his success rate against double teams, and he is one of the best in the league at having success rate against double teams. What is success rate against double teams? It's when the the amount that he gets double team versus the percentage of time that he actually beats the double teams on his pass rush. Is He's he making not, a tackle on that play? Uh, sometimes he makes tackles on that play, or it's a quarterback rush, or it's a QB hit. Okay. But he's had tackles for a loss on that, but he is he is succeeding what is his, more than uh, most people. What does his X sack look like? 
Okay. Well, I don't. His egg sack. Yeah, his egg sack. I don't know what that is. His expected sack. Oh, I, I have. I haven't looked at that one. Well, it's not a real stat. Oh, <laughs> he's. he's I, I like Will Anderson. I know that. No, I you hate of, him. It's okay. You I, can I admit don't it. Hate yeah. Will you, well, noted. I know that. I I know that I bring up his sack total. I know that I bring up. The, well, I don't bring up the trade. Other people bring up the trade. I really don't want to talk about the trade anymore. Right. There's no. Point. Um, There's no point in talking about. I mean, it. we can talk about it in five years, whenever it's really going to be defined. Uh, I do think Will Anderson's a good football player. Uh, he's been really good against the rush. I understand that he gets double teamed a lot. So does John Grenard. Uh, John Grenard right. has not nearly seven seconds. It's like one percent difference. It's it's a that that is a big enough difference. It's twenty. Like last time I it's looked, it was like twenty six percent to twenty five percent. I will. I will say there needs to be more production. It's not. I'm not saying that that Will Anderson is world beater. He is. He's by far deserved to be the number three pick. But he, he has been successful. We're just not seeing the results yet. The results will come. The okay. results are going to come. He's going to start getting the sacks. I mostly think you're right, but I also noticed some things in his pass rushing that I'm not a big fan his of. His angles I, I are really bad. He, and he has very. He doesn't have great diversity in pass no. rushing moves. And like he, he runs right into the tackle every single time. He's not good at changing direction whenever the offensive linemen push him a certain way. So, like, if he's not successful, if he beats the guy and he's not successful on his first angle, he struggles at changing direction, which is something he's going to have to work on. And he lunges in weird that, ways at guys. Is that teachable or is that skill? No, that's teachable. That's okay. a, a change of direction. That's absolutely right. teachable. Have you ever not, heard a hip swivel, dude? Hope it's Come not on. Jadavian Anderson. Oh, I'm don't even. Don't even. Don't Just put that evil on him. hope it's not Jadavian Anderson. I'm hoping that it's not. I, look, I think he's helped the rushing game a lot. I understand he gets double teamed 1% more than John Grenard. And that's it's a, a lot. significant difference. It is a significant I understand difference. that his win rate's really high and his almost sacks lead the league. His X sack is right up there with anybody that's in the a fake NFL. That. You're making that up to try to catch well, me. You didn't know that a second ago. I didn't. <laughs> We were yeah, we were creating uh, stats on this show the other day. Expected, fun, yeah. expected sack total. Are you, are you sack not, independent I'm, rush. I'm very surprised that you're not an analytics guy. Um, in I, football, I like I information. You would be. That I, is, that's a lot of information. I no, I like information. I'm not going to ignore information. Yeah. I do think that it, Will Anderson is going to be good with time, but I do trust my eyes, and I do see Will Anderson really good against the run. I see Will Anderson creating pressure at times. Well, he's, he creates but, a lot of pressure but, a lot of the time. Mm, go watch Will Anderson's pass rush moves and go watch John Grenard's pass rush moves and see which one's far more advanced. Uh, John Grenard's is far more advanced. I mean, yeah. I, I, that's... Whenever I go back and do my do my two rewatches, I'm almost always consistently only watching the defensive line. How many rewatches is that? Uh, two. You don't. Two. So I usually do <laughs> a, I usually do the truncated game and then I do the all twenty two. That's what I do too. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Make fun of me for rewatching games. Get well, I just here. I just don't openly talk about it. Why? Why wouldn't I openly talk <laughs> I'm just, about it? I think it. I do actually openly yeah. talk about it. You literally it. tweet about it. Individual yeah, plays every week. I do, but I'm not like flexing about it. I'm just like, hey, why look am at this I, play? This you know what? Weird. Hold on. I have a bone to pick with this show. Whenever, just because I talk about things or say things doesn't mean I'm flexing about it. Because I talk about or say certain things doesn't mean I'm trying to flex or show people up. And I'll be honest, I think it's a little weak-minded to be a little bit intimidated by somebody for just talking about something that maybe you're not as good at. I mean, you do talk about your skill a lot. I do not. At one time, I said I could. I jokingly said I could play on the Texans' offensive line, which was obviously no, very tongue-in-cheek. I don't think it's that. It's I more talk- like your bench and your no. lateral movement and your, your jump shot. You want to know where, you know, okay, first of all, you asked me about my lateral Honestly, movement, I don't and I said it's fun. Talking about. The, the bench press came up because I was doing a show with Fred Davis, and I was like, yeah, I could do that much. That's the whole thing. The jump shot. Somebody asked me if I, if what sports do you play? I'm like, I like playing basketball. I usually go and shoot threes. 
these conversations came up in that way, mm. and then you guys just ran with it because I, y'all are a little weak minded. I, I don't even think I did. <laughs> you did. Joel did. Y'all are a little weak minded. It's you, okay. You, you do sound a little defensive. I'm a, I am a little defensive. <laughs> I am a little defensive. You sound a little defensive. Ocho says, uh, Who's the bigger bus? Jabari Smith or Will Anderson? 713 I love Ocho's takes. So frustrated. Ocho would get roasted if he did sports radio. And, yes, Ocho, he would. and Ocho wouldn't care. <laughs> and Ocho would, wouldn't mind at all. Uh, 4071, Will Anderson's going to be great. Great, no doubt about it. See, I think it's kind of wishful thinking sometimes. I remember when Demarcus Lawrence was a rookie; he didn't start. He came off the sidelines. Oh, well, Will Anderson's playing almost every single snap. I really seventy like percent of snaps. I really hope Will Anderson. Look, I like Demarcus Lawrence. He's a he's a good pass rusher. I really really hope that Will Anderson ends up having a better career than Demarcus Lawrence. I really do. He's very good, but I want he I I would really like for him to be better than Lawrence. Me too. I, I hope he's better than Jadavian Clowney. I'm, Oh, you think? I, I hope. I hope he's better than Clowney. All right, 713-780-ESPN. Joe makes faces on Wednesday for things that caught his attention. Why is Joe making faces today? Why the face Wednesday next with the Killer Bees on ESPN 97.5, ESPN 92.5. Pro Dunk Hoops is the absolute best. Pro Dunk, what you get with Pro Dunk Hoops is what these professional teams have. It's what these college teams have in these arenas. They make the highest quality basketball goals you'll find anywhere. Not only the big box stores that they crush, but they're on par with the goals they use in the pros in the college game as well. Tempered glass backboard, stainless steel hardware. It's got a breakaway rim. That way when you're throwing down some jams, you don't have to worry about it come crashing down on you. It's safe. Take care of you. No problem. Height adjustable as well. Five feet to ten feet. And also their new goal, four, which is a great name. You can raise and lower the goals with a drill. Five seconds to, to go from five feet to ten feet. Easy peasy. Just put the drill in and lower it. Heighten it. It's great. Raise low with the drill on that new goal, Thor. Can't beat that. Their accessories are next level as well. LED light kits for night play, which might be the only way you can play right now after daylight savings. Uh, you work. Kids are in school. You don't get home till late. Only chance you have are with lights. And, well, hoops going to take care of you. Pro dunk with these LED light kits. Also, backstop nets. You don't have to chase the basketball around, which is great for lazy bone people like me. Pull pad lettering, lots, lots more. And you can order everything, including professional installation on. Online. Yeah, the pros at Pro Dunk professionally install your goal at the perfect height, perfectly straight. Uh, you're not good with the hammer. You're not good with the level. You don't want to bust out the ladder. Maybe you don't have a ladder. You don't have to. You don't install. Let the pros at Pro Dunk do all of the work for you. Give them a call right now, 281-351-9822, and visit ProDunk.com. That's ProDunk.com. Anyone can have a hot take on sports. You're going to continue to be a bunch of soft, underperforming, tattooed millionaires? But that's not what these guys are about. Joel and Jeremy are real, actual human beings. Guys that have lives, families, and feelings and stuff. So it's WTF Wednesday. WTF, why the face? Where these guys let you in on their non-sports interests, goals, and dare I say it, dreams. But more than likely, they're going with all of the WTF moments of the past week. It's WTF Wednesday. Why the face? With the Killer Bees. I'm living my dream. I do a, I do a show of Blankers every day. Uh, Beard filling in for Blankers today. Uh, I'm still Branham. Joe's behind the glass. Uh, before we get into why Joe's making faces, half, I think you might have half muted on the on the Twitch. I don't know. He says, ask my, you how many three-pointers you can make in a row. Uh, Zero. Right, uh, who, me or well, no, Joe? For me. Oh, I'm I'm only up to like 15 right now. I can only, I've, the max I've done is 15. Because I took a, I had to take a really long break because of my back and my knees. Okay. All right. All right, Joe, why are you making faces today? All right, we want to start with a, a study or a, a movie that could have been. You guys, choose your own adventure. A what? 
a, a movie that could have hmm. been okay. or a study. Do you remember those Choose Your Own Adventure books? Did you ever read those? Loved when you were them. We're both old. No. Oh, well, all, oh you, you had them too? Yeah. That. There was not a, that much. There was like though. Star Wars ones I when I was I wasn't growing up. Nerd. Oh, okay. Uh, I said yeah. Star Wars. I'm yeah. a nerd. You definitely we are nerds, Josh. Shut stop. Up. I'm not sure I understand this question. Pick one. Do you want to start with the movie or the study? Uh, study. What is a study? It's a, a study. study. Like a study. When you uh, study. study things. Oh, my you know God. what I thought? That's Maybe you should bad. be more of a nerd. I'm not feeling well. I think my voice is going. Uh, I see. <laughs> I For some reason, I thought it was like a Razzie. Like, it was no. a bad movie. That's my bad, yeah. I'm going to just take the L on this one. All right, we're right starting along. with the study. A new study in Australia. It's an award for something bad. A study. Says that, <laughs> that selfies are officially a public health problem. I completely agree. Because people in Australia, this one specific cliff, keep falling off into a waterfall. So they oh have deemed oh. selfies as a hazard to your life. I, I completely agree. I agree, but also it's not like, only that. It's not only the cliff. Like the what it does for these kids, like mentally. Oh, yeah. like the like I need acceptance. I don't get acceptance now. I'm in a fragile state. I'm, like I think it's awful. Well, like, I, I think or, it's terrible. It, it or I don't is. look perfect. I have to look yeah. perfect for this picture. I yeah, only got awful. three likes. What? Like yep. it's it's bad. I think it's really bad. I think it's gonna. It already has caused major issues. Like it's awful. I hate it. Yeah. No. I I tend to agree with that a lot. But these people who are like adults and falling into cliffs. That's you. That's on you, man. I saw a video on Instagram last night of a guy who jumped the railing at the Grand Canyon to for a, oh, he for a like video. A, he fell like 180 feet. He right? fell and he slid off. Yeah, and it's just like okay, that's scary man. That's yeah. It's 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 incredible. The things people will do for social media. I was uh, like, we went to Yellowstone a few years ago. Yeah, like it always amazes me. I mean, we were one of them. Like how close you get to these bison and like bear. Well, we didn't see any bears, but like how close you get to these huge buffaloes. Yeah, it's like in a moment's notice that buffalo could charge me, and I'm done. Like I'm done. Game over. Curtains. Yeah, I've had I've had family go on safaris in Africa and talk about the same thing. Like you get really close to like lions. These are these lions that'll rip your face off. (laughs) Yeah, we just driving by them in a jeep. Okay, <laughs> I wouldn't mind that, like in a uh, like in a car. Like, yeah, like, a, like they're not going to get into me, you know. Like they're not going to get into the car. Have you ever seen? That'd be kind of cool. There's this one really video cool. that's gone viral many, many times where there's this couple, like they're in one of those like drive-through zoos. They're in their car. Yeah, they start fighting. Ooh. The wife gets out of the car, and like a, a lion or a cheetah or something just comes up and grabs her. And like runs off. And Survival the of the like, fittest. That's what I'm saying. Like, Survival of the fittest. Stay in the car. Follow the instructions. The I husband get... was the king of the jungle on that day. Who won the fight, though? That's my question. Not well, the, the not the wife. the wife. The wife lost. I think she just loses by default. I don't think it's just by default. Well, I, mean, <laughs> I think it's by a lot more things default. than default. <laughs> I don't know that I've been told, and through through my years of marriage, I know the husband's always wrong. So somehow, her getting stolen by that big cat was his fault. I mean, yeah, because she got a. They she got a chose fight, to and get she out. She chose to get out of the but car. But it's still his fault. It's definitely his fault. Like, because he started uh, the fight problem. The worst part about like about the selfie culture, since we're talking about people falling off a cliff, because the selfies, the selfie culture, and the social media stuff is having a teenage girl right now who is going through some of this stuff. Where she's like, she she has to live, to your point, she mm-hmm. has to be perfect all the time. She has to look perfect all the time. The haircut has to be perfect. The clothes have to be perfect. And it it really is truly detrimental to the self-esteem of entire yeah. generations of kids who it. think that their value comes from this. Well, it's funny it. too, and like then how, they'll fall off a cliff. And it's funny how it changes headlines of stories. Yeah. Like, like right now in Iceland, there's this like volcano that's about to erupt. But there, there's this place called the Blue Lagoon. It's like this major... 
It's, I mean, it's awesome. It's one of like the water steams or whatever they're called. I don't know. Water steam. That's not what it's mm. called, but it's like hot yes. water. Hot, like, hot spring? Hot spring. Yeah. That's what I'm looking for. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I mean, we got there. I think it was we just got there. We did. It was Teamwork. close enough. But like, I, I, like, I've been there, and it's awesome. But like this story about the volcano, like the number one thing is like, TikTok destination may be destroyed by volcano. And I'm like, <laughs> that's the headline? Like, yeah. of all the things that are going to happen, like this one spot I mean, is like, that's what's going to get destroyed? I don't, I usually like to save these conversations when I've had a couple of bourbons. But you can get really deep on this kind of stuff. Oh, you can. Like how social media has completely ruined our society. Yes. Have you guys watched the, uh, the Tinder Swindler? Documentary. Yeah, I've watched part I of have. it. I finished the entire. Yeah, thing. that's pretty old, right? It's, it's yeah. It's, it's, it's old. like the it's like the rich guy. Yeah, yeah, but he wasn't really rich. He was like faking. And who's the who's the girl that we've talked about, Jeremy? Anna Delvey. Yes, I love Anna Delvey. That story. That's one crazy. of my inventing Anna on Netflix. Like I shouldn't like yeah. that show, but I do, and it's so quotable. Run it again. <laughs> Run well, it again. I, I, y'all watched the Fire Festival documentary? Yeah, it's right. Cool. I mean, that's all social media. Right, that's all social dude's media. name always blank on his name. I can't remember. Billy he's, McFarlane. Billy McFarlane. He's, he's coming act- back with another one. Are he you is. going? He is. He's coming no. back with a new a new festival. I'll I, watch it on TikTok. I tell yeah. you, I, I wish we had the like just like excess funds. To send Paul and Sean. Well, that was my plan. Like, what, send Sean, them with the com- send those two with the comrades. <laughs> yes, Paul and Sean live from Firefest. Yeah. That's would love it. Sean Mapes retweeted that Billy McFarlane was having another festival, and I wanted to start a GoFundMe to send Sean to that festival. I think we should do that. Remember At least Sean, not Paul. Remember he had that really good foot soldier. And maybe foot soldier wasn't the proper phrase. Oh, the to guy use. who got the water. Oh yeah. Yeah, I do remember that. The guy, he also got water. Yeah, he's <laughs> yeah. willing to do much more than that for like, the water. Oh, dude, God. like you should always have a guy on your team that's that's as loyal as that guy. I don't. Yes. I think those We're guys are hard to, to find. Do yeah, they are hard to find. Finding someone that loyal, they're very hard to who find. Who would be that guy here at don't ESPN? I'm not answering that question. Who would be the? Who, no, just just loyal. Not who would be the? Who would be loyal enough to do almost not anything, but almost anything? Mm. I feel like it would be Joel. I think it's Andy. No, definitely not. I think I think Joel would be loyal. I think it depends on the person. He would he would be loyal, but he wouldn't be that loyal. That's well. No, I'm not saying to go that. I'm not saying that loyal. I'm the just saying most the, loyal? the most loyal at the station. My mm. answer for like me, yeah, would be Josh. Yeah, I. Well, I, I, w- I think I'm a very loyal person. Not that I can't, loyal. I, not that loyal, though. No, no not that, that loyal. loyal. Man, I'm only here for 20 more minutes. So I probably shouldn't say Josh. <laughs> maybe, if it was, maybe if it was in the 3 o'clock hour. No, I'm just kidding. He's loyal. All right, what's the other one? Uh? All right, other one we got here. Uh, my One of my, my favorite things is the uh, the Hot Wings or whatever it's called, that show. Oh, yeah. And yeah. Um, Tony Hawk was on it. And apparently, there was supposed to be a spinoff. <laughs> so said Glenn Davis, my bad. <laughs> There was supposed to be a spinoff of Space Jam Ooh. called Skate Jam with Tony Hawk. Mm. And I'm sad now. I would have watched this. I, like, that makes me sad. As someone that, like, Space Jam was my era. Mm-mm. Like, the idea we didn't get the same, a version of that with Tony Hawk is so sad. One of the greatest sports movies of all time yeah. is a little movie called Brink, and it's about rollerblading. Oh, and dude. so if they created something like that based around Tony, a mixture of that with Tony Hawk and Space in, Jam. How old were you when Brink came out? I was in, like, middle school. I was a little older. I like I like Brink. Or maybe it was elementary. Well, he's older than Granado, he thinks. <laughs> Uh, no, I just thought you were... Oh, uh, sorry for thinking you're young. You know what? You look like you're 50. I hate you. Uh, there's another skateboard movie that came out in like, the early 2000s that I really Y'all watch terrible movies. It, no, this, like, one, this, one had, this one had, this one had, Col- this one had Space Colin Jam? Hanks in it. 
Space Jam's great. Great. Space, Space Jam, Jam is great. Okay, nostalgically great. Like, I loved it as a kid. Okay, that's fair. Yeah, it's, as an adult, it's not a good... I wouldn't... If I had never seen it, I wouldn't put it on and be like, oh, this is an incredible great. flick. Can't Space wait to watch Jam this again. Space Jam is great. Yeah. <laughs> Man. You just don't know the history of I would, Michael Secret stuff. I'll be, I'll be honest. Problem. I'll be honest. I would have zero interest in watching a Tony Hawk space skate Oh, sorry. Movie. Not every... Why? Sorry. It's not interested. Sorry, not every movie can well, be a you... documentary about how paper is made or whatever you like to watch. <laughs> I like to w- w- watch critically acclaimed movies. Did you not play Tony Hawk the video game? Oh, uh, I dabbled with it's, it. I don't think I played it. It wasn't. Much, right. It wasn't. I don't real think, I, don't think I ever owned it. Really? No, I don't think I ever owned that game. You, uh, I never you, owned a. Have you re- game. ever really been like a big video game guy? Uh, though, at yeah, any point? of course. Really? Or, only sports games though. Oh, okay. I don't like the like third person shooters to like Madden, NCAA. Being big into sports games is not a big video game guy though. That's just. That's that's is very specific. Like just, I was only a sports games. game guy. Only, I, only. I yeah. wouldn't play anything but sports games. Yeah, it's more just like, like carryover, just being a sports guy. You yes, just, you play sports video games. Maybe so. So I'm more of a sports guy than a gamer. Yes. Yeah, that I'd makes say. me feel so much better about yeah, playing you video should. games. You should. You should. <laughs> that's why you should play them now. I, I think I don't want to be a gamer. That's why I still play video games because well, I'm just a sports nothing guy. Wrong with being a gamer? It's fun. I have. A, I enjoy doing it. Do people look at you differently whenever you tell them you're a gamer? A uh, little bit until they found out that I had made money doing it. I'm then surprised. It a little bit. I'm surprised you're married. Why? As much as you game. I feel like gamers don't get married a whole lot. Uh, they do. It, either they get married to other to, gamers. They either get married to other gamers or book readers. And my wife loves reading books. So there she you. sits and reads a book while I play video <laughs> games. It's perfect. That's a good trade. Yeah. It is a good trade. It is a good trade. All right. That's why Joe's making faces today. <laughs> uh, <laughs> this is a funny one coming up. Uh, Jameson Williams. He, he has an interesting food choice. We'll just tell you what your food choice is. He puts Oreo McFlurries on his ch- double cheeseburger. Bad take, good take. Who's up for doing this at any point? And what's the weirdest food thing that you do? I'm dying to know what you do, Beard. Uh, 713-780-ESPN, HRMP listener line, 713-780-3776. Killer Bees on ESPN 97.5 and ESPN 92.5. Um, I'm being a little mean to Beard. He might be calling HRMP on me here pretty soon, which is fine because I'm in bed with HRMP, so it's all good. First, a moment on human resources and payroll. It's Cougar owned by my colleague, Cougs. Members of the Cougar 100 for the eighth year in a row. You've seen the HRP signage U of H games. You've seen their building off the beltway. Business owners, let HRP help you. Whether it's HR compliance, benefits administration, payroll, onboarding, HRP can help in any or all of those areas. There's no boxes with HRP. Doesn't matter how small, how big the job, HRP completely customizes a plan for what you and your business need. You have a problem? You have an issue? We'll take a little off your plate, a lot off your plate. HRP will find a way to help. And they do it in a way that is unique. Technology meets service. They have the best tech. You'll love that, but you'll love their service. Guaranteed fulfillment. You'll never talk to a stranger. You'll be talking to someone who knows you and knows your business needs. Uh, we use HRMP here at Gal. It's great. Anytime I have a question, I have a ton. They always give me a quick answer that's easy to understand. Give them a call right now. 281-880-6525. Let HRMP customize a plan for you. 281-880-6525. Or check them out at hrp.net. That's hrp.net. Back to the Killer Bees on ESPN yeah, 97.5. Yeah. The show name is a reference to how many great Astros' last name begin with the letter B, who were playing back in the 90s when they were not winning World Series. Bagwell, Biggio, Barry, Bell, and eventually Berkman. You might not remember Barry and Bell, but trust me, 
you remember Blank and Brenham. Here they are now, live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios. No Blank today. Why is he not here? Wrong answers only. 713-780-3776. He was listening earlier. Um, he was he was bashing you for uh, being in the Twitch whenever you're out with the flu. Why? Yeah, I was bashing you too. I was, like, yeah, take the day. Look, go away. No, I was I was laying in bed playing my video games. I would <laughs> I go to I, this is what would happen. I was laying in bed. I'd have the controller in my hand, move the Xbox upstairs. I would have I had my laptop with the Twitch up, and I would kind of fall asleep. Hmm. I'd wake up, I'd talk in the Twitch a little bit, and then you're I would. Play, you're playing games while you're sick. Yeah, why not? What, the, what else? Joe, you, you Joe, literally take, said take, you would watch TV shows. Why would I not lay we, there we and should, play should, games with a controller? This is how we're taking PTO days. This is how we're taking sick days yes. at this place. Well, why wouldn't you? Well, it's sleep. Yeah, I was sleeping. He was playing games. I'd fall asleep with a controller in my hand. What else? If do you're you do? if you're if you're able to play video games, you should be working. That's you're not the true. oldest person I've ever met someone, in my entire someone life. Someone just texted because I'm pretty sure Brandon's older than Granado. At least my, he comes off that way. My I, 90, I'm not bashful about that. My I am 90, a boomer. My 95 year old grandpa would understand me playing video games in bed more than you do. If you're capable of playing video games, you're capable of working. It's, you literally absolutely. Just, that's true. I disagree with you all. Thumbs. You move your lips. <laughs> it's what you yeah, do. Like, the, this, this. I move my lips, but you have to actually like be coherent. I was falling asleep with the controller in my hand. Also, I have hmm. no. I, I there shouldn't be anything wrong with me being in the Twitch because I wanted to be on my show. I missed being on my show. I wanted to be a part of it. So I, I listened to and engaged all three days that Joe was doing a wonderful job filling in with you me. Had to make even sure if, he didn't get Wally pipped. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, well, you kind of Wally pit me with my with my college and NFL picks that first week because they. Well, how did, did I not, do last week? I it was three and two. It was a much better week. Last week me. I I said I'm going to be spiteful because I felt like that's what Josh Beard does. So I, <laughs> so all my NFL games I just picked the opposite I, of Michael. The, I have this. There's this image that's being created of me of this like cocky, braggy, spiteful person. It's the there's exact opposite of who I am. There's an alliance on your show against you. So not I, anymore. Well, there kind of is but i don't i don't get the alliance they they even admitted yesterday that they had been planning it behind the scenes that they were just going to be against me on everything blankers like, uh he texted in and said lay off the gamers atari was great thank you very much joel i appreciate it joel you're now my favorite bee on the killer bees 713-780-3776 where is where is blankers today wrong answers only uh aggie matt he's in wisconsin for work haven't been able to listen until now Please telling me you've all been praising Nick Casario as a genius now that Deshaun is hurt for the year. This pick is so valuable. I thought that was going to be a blankers. Why is he not here today? It turned out to be an actual tweet or actual text. 7308. <laughs> uh, blank is out today because he got arrested for trying to use a forklift at Home Depot. I believe the last part, he wouldn't get arrested, though. Uh, no. 9648. Blankers is going to hate this one. Blank is out trying to convince Dana Brown to trade Kyle Tucker for Randall Gruchek. <laughs> he's not, he's not going to uh, like that. I Actually, I'm trying to get, I'm trying to find, use my connections to get Randall Gruchek to come do spot, to come do uh, interviews on the station before this. That would starts. be awesome. Yeah, I'm going to do that. That uh, would be is, great. I'm related to him, apparently. I just found out. Well, I didn't just find out, but recently found out. Cool. Yeah, it was weird. Yeah, <laughs> like we're pretty 20th much, cousins. We're pretty much best friends. Yeah, it's my, yeah, essentially. I got a base hit off Jay Bruce in high school. Uh, yeah. 713780. Nice. I really did. 713780 uh, Jameson Williams got outed for putting Oreo McFlurry on his double cheeseburger. Um, I've heard the Wendy's thing, you know, the dip the fries and eh, the frosty. Eh. I, I I do think it's a little overrated. I like sweet savory. I don't like it at the same time. It, like I, alternate bites here a little bit. I can do some sweet savory stuff, but for the most part, I like them separated. I don't. I'm not a big. I don't like the salty sweet unless it's like kettle kettle corn. I like kettle corn, but that's pretty much it. 
Yeah, I'm not a huge. I like more savory than sweet. I'm not a huge too. sweet tooth kind of guy. I like savory more than sweet. Yes. Um, how do you feel about the Oreo McFlurry on a double cheeseburger? You in or you out? That is disgusting. Just, That's one of the grossest things I've ever heard of. What, is, what does it mean on a McFlurry? Like he puts it on the on, patty. On the patty. And then like he takes the bun off, pours a little Oreo McFlurry in the double cheeseburger on top of the patty, puts the bun back on top of the double cheeseburger, and then goes to town. Ah. Eh. And here's the thing, like that's it's clear like why he got suspended by the NFL for gambling because he's just an idiot. He's putting he's eating a McDonald's. Like I I yeah, there's nothing I, wrong with McDonald's. Well, McDonald's is great. McDonald's, McDonald's is great. McDonald's is very good, but that's probably not the type of food you should be eating if you're a professional athlete. Tell in that's the middle a Chad Ocho Cinco. It's all he oh, ate. That's fair. That's true. Well, and DK Metcalf eats nothing but candy. He eats candy like all day long. What is the weirdest food thing that you do? That I do? I don't really do a lot of weird food things. I eat too much food. Uh, well, not not right now, but historically over the last four years, have ate too much food. Uh, the weirdest food thing I've ever done, I've talked about it a little bit, it was mayonnaise sandwiches. It's definitely the Just weirdest mayo. food. Uh, not even mayo, Miracle Whip. Big Globs and Miracle Whip. Look, I grew up a poor kid. That was like something that my... my, Just eat the bread by itself. My grandma made it for me one time. I liked it, and so I'd just sit there and eat. I'd make make two or three mayonnaise sandwiches at a time. your grandma make that for you? No, I'd make it myself after she, she made it for me. She's like, hey, you'd like this. Now, again, we were poor. I think we may have just been out of lunch meat and cheese, and she just thought, oh, mayonnaise, let's do this. Yeah. Uh, I grew up thinking that well, that was a normal thing, so whenever I married my wife, the first time she saw me make a mayonnaise sandwich, A, she gagged, and B... You were still doing this as an adult? Oh, yeah. Dude. I thought it was normal. I was... I, look, I was in the military. I was all about saving money. I thought, Man. look, this is as cheap as ramen or cheaper. Let's do this. So You were an impressionable young lad. I was. I, there were times where I'd get home from a football practice and make two or three mayonnaise sandwiches and eat oh. them all at a time. I would eat mayonnaise sandwiches and, uh, and pizza rolls. Pizza rolls are, are fine. I mean, pizza, pizza rolls, rolls are, are elite. Yeah, but I would eat the entire 40-count uh, 40, 40 bag of pizza rolls and like two or three mayonnaise sandwiches. Okay, I think the weirdest oh. thing I might do involves pizza rolls. Oh, really? I like... I like pizza rolls with barbecue sauce. I think you've said that before. I don't know. I don't. That's I dip it. I dip mm. it in uh, ranch. Yeah, ranch is normal. Ranch it's like is ranch good. and pizza. I don't think barbecue sauce is that weird. I don't I kind of want to try it. I don't mind a barbecue chicken pizza. But there's no, then. Like, but there's I no marinara on it. Normally. I probably haven't had one in twenty years, twenty five years. Barbecue chicken pizza, probably. You just said I don't mind a barbecue chicken pizza yeah. every once in a while. And then followed it up with, I don't think I've had one in the last 20 years. You yeah. were in college the last time <laughs> it happened. Yeah. From I what liked, we learned today. I liked it then. I did like it back then. So you, you, liked, yeah. you liked it back then. You don't like it every once in a while. 20 years yeah, is not every, every once, once in a while. Maybe once in a while was a bit, uh, a bit the, egregious. A bit more frequent. It was then. an accidental egregious comment. That's fine. I'll t- but, I accept um, that. Yeah, back in the day, I used to like some barbecue chicken pizza. The ketchup and eggs. Some people think that's weird. Yeah, I don't I think like, it is. I like I ketchup and eggs. I like, I like ketchup a little if bit of salsa. Yeah, but uh, I've done the ketchup and eggs. I don't really love it. I don't really love it. I, no, I I, think, I do think it's pretty popular though. Like I don't think it's crazy. I don't think it's outrageous. Yeah, I don't do anything weird. I, it's I'm pretty vanilla when it comes to my. I like good yeah. food, so I'm not doing these Same. stupid things like like McFlurries on cheeseburgers. That's disgusting. So, tr- so Josh, what do yeah. you what do you need to do this? Because we're not to do this. Yeah, we're not doing it to you do want. the Oreo McFlurry. And- what do you want? What do you want? Some of these are awful. Like uh, B. Hannon, B. Hannon, I, I, I question what you eat. What is what is B. Hannon saying? Soy sauce on pizza, which isn't. Oh, he said that before. Which is that's not like super crazy because at least those are like two decent. I mean, it's, it's super crazy. But then he said cottage cheese and salsa combined. Oh, that's not bad. 
That, I've had that. I'm I not, love I, cottage I, cheese, so I would try it. I don't like cottage cheese, and it's actually not that bad. When my when my wife was pregnant, she would eat cream, uh, she would eat sour cream and salsa and just mix it together, which I think that's pretty normal. No, it's sour not sour cream and salsa. That's fine. That's fine. It's no, just like a dip. That's like, not normal. It's like a dip. No, it's a dip. Yes, yeah, but just to eat it. <laughs> yeah. No. No, no, she would she would still dip it with chips. Oh, I think she was just like going by the spoonful. She, it did get to the point to where she would do it with no. the spoonful. No. She's pregnant, she gets a pass. Yeah, she I'm does. insulted as a half Mexican. <laughs> 1244 says French fries and Alfredo sauce. That's disgusting. That's weird. That's weird. Alfredo sauce is pretty good, though. Alfredo sauce is How do you like, stumble upon that? Like, I'm going to dip know. my fries in a... Like, how does Jameson Williams decide he's going like, to put ice cream on I, a burger? I'm actually intrigued by fries and Alfredo sauce. I, I think that would be pretty good. I'll try that. Yeah, yeah. I think that'd be pretty good. I don't. I, I don't mind that one. I'll I would try, try that it. for sure. I'll uh, try it. It sounds weird. Oreos though. and sour cream. Oh, well, I mean, no. it's, it's milk's favorite cookie. I didn't think it was sour cream's favorite cookie. Uh, Blankers is texting again. Said at movies, I dip popcorn into ketchup. That's a legitimate text. I don't I've know done that Blankers, before. It's not the worst, like but I don't like Blankers it. Would do mayonnaise with Cuban bread. That sounds fine, I guess. Flaming hot Cheetos on a PB and J. It sounds it sounds exotic. Okay, do you guys like? Have you guys have tried like the the Elvis whatever they usually call them with peanut butter bacon yeah, on like, a burger? I don't like it. I, I've Was tried that the it, Elvis? I don't like it. I think, yeah. I think normally like most places call it the Elvis. Yeah, I thought the Elvis had banana on it. Uh, yeah, I think oh, uh, it, it might be. It might be butter, peanut butter and bacon. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. It's peanut butter, banana, and bacon. There's I a, couldn't do it. There's a burger place that I've that I've eaten at out in Cyprus before. I can't remember the name of it, but they have a burger called the Grease and Weasel, and it's two honey bun donuts as the bun of the burger. Uh, that no, was man. I, Dude. I I felt awful afterwards. Oh, you know what? The weirdest thing I've done, uh, I guess, in the most recent history, as I made a Chick Fil A pizza one time. I put um, okay. We just put like the nuggets on top of a. Well, no, you, you, I made the crust, and then I put Chick-fil-A sauce as the sauce of the pizza, oh, and then nuggets, and then mozzarella, and then drizzled it with Polynesian sauce. And I was sweating Chick-fil-A sauce through my pores about 20 minutes later. This is a thought that I've had in the past, yeah. but I've never, I've never said it. I feel bad for your kids. No, my kids are actually no. They're I. I don't do that. St- I do that stuff to just me. They're actually really healthy. They like they, okay, good. They're in good. <laughs> so like you guys make yeah. a healthy meal, and then you're like, I'm gonna make a Chick Fil A pizza. Look, I'm not the one. I I make good meals. We make good healthy meals. They love vegetables. They don't love to eat a lot of sweets. They stay healthy. They run. They stay in shape because I don't want them to end up like me, sneak eating cheesecakes in the car. And then make a Chick Fil A pizza when nobody's home and being a full degenerate. I think the weirdest thing I do is uh, hot Cheetos in my popcorn. I don't think that's weird. I've done that before. That's pretty good. I think it's like the the silliest thing I do. That's that's the well. That's not bad. I, I I'm pre- I'm pretty vanilla with most things. I just and mostly because I don't want my kids to grow up thinking that things like mayonnaise sandwiches is an appropriate thing to eat as an as a human being on the earth. Squirt. And a cocktail is pretty bad, too, just for the Squirt record. Squirt in a cocktail? That's pretty bad. All right, it's going to do it. Uh, well, for me, you are still going to go for another hour. I got to go to the airport and catch a flight. So it was great talking to you. I'm going to be gone Thursday, Friday. Who's doing the show tomorrow and Friday? You're doing it with Blankers? Yeah. All right, that's good. Blankers going to be super in a super good mood. Uh, <laughs> goodbye, Houston. Joe and uh, Beard are going to take you the rest of the way. It's weird for me whenever I sign off in this. Uh, the Texans are on the clock with the 20th pick in the NFL draft. What are you doing? The 2024 NFL draft? All right, it's Killer Bees on ESPN 97.5, ESPN 92.5.